Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Mike's Mike, the podcast where we talk about swimming, student-athlete life, traveling, everything in between. So for this week's episode, what I wanted to talk about is, so I don't know what I'm going to necessarily call it yet. I, If you didn't know, I don't come up with the titles of uh, my podcast episodes until after it's done, so it can give me some like creative ideas or whatever, but it's going to be something along the lines for this week, like something with like my goals for like this upcoming year for like swimming school or I'll just say like goals for this upcoming swim season and I'll just include that but yeah so going into it I'm just gonna get school out of the way first just because like need to do that and I'm just gonna get it I mean just want to get it done but so in terms of school this is my third year so this is pretty routine at this point I know what to expect so but I will say, though, these are, like, mainly 400-level classes, so this is going to be, like, super hard. If you don't know what 400-level, it's, like, fourth-year classes, so kind of a little ahead of the game. So for me, it's just kind of making sure, like, I get my stuff right, make sure I take the time school, got to plan out enough time to do that, and being able just to balance that out. And then what I'm hoping what will help, too, is so my work-study job at, my, at Maryville. So I work at the athletic center. As like a desk attendant, so pretty much what I do is pretty much for 15 minutes, I like clean up certain parts of the athletic center and do some other duties. And then pretty much after that, I just sit there and do my homework. And if anyone needs help, I go help them. So hoping that's still <clears throat> a thing for next semester so I can not only get schoolwork done, but then also get paid so I can have an inf- like a flow of income coming in to be able to like buy extra groceries or buy anything else I'm going to need. So... That's just kind of my main thing for that. And then kind of going next into the whole swimming thing. So pretty much so in Kansas, at least the the state I live in, everything's been opening up since May 19th. So I've been in the water now for five, about five weeks now. So yeah, that sounds, yeah, it's about five, been about five weeks. So I'm getting there. We do USRPT, and if you don't know what that is, ultra short race pace technique. It's pretty much what Michael Andrew does, but it's like a mix. It's not like a pure form like his, but so in terms of that, when we do like sets of like 25 sprints, I'm pretty much right on par of where I was holding before this all happened. 50s, I'm not too far behind on that. 100s is a little more farther behind than 50s, and 200 is still kind of a work in progress, we'll call it, but so if it's at least I'll put it this way. At least I've been in the water for five weeks compared to some people that haven't been able to get in at all. So I'm grateful for that part. So, yeah. So, and then the reason why I'm talking this week about this too is because next week I plan on having a, my goal-setting meeting with the, our new coach, Bill, to like evaluate goals for like this upcoming season and all that swimming-wise. So part of the reason why I do it. So I will put a disclaimer right now. What I'm going to talk about, I'm not giving, like, specific times just because, like, I don't want to give something and then lead on. And then if I do a podcast later on talking about, like, reflecting the season and I'm like, well, I did talk about this earlier, but it it didn't work out. I'm just not going to mess with it. I'll give, like, time ranges and stuff like that, but I'm not going to just sit there and say, oh, I'm going to go X, Y, Z, and that's final. Because obviously, as a swimmer, you know, just because you say something doesn't mean it'll end up actually being that way. Now, it could be better, but then again, it could also be worse. So I want to disclaim that. And I am going to kind of like lay out how things I hope will go. But with that being said, 
The schedule is not official yet, so I'm not going to sit here and talk about specific dates or specific teams we're going to go up against because it's not final, so I'm not going to like talk about it and then whatever. But if you're curious what the schedule looks like, probably around August, if you go to our athletic website, you can go to the swim tab and click our schedule to figure out what's going on. So I'm just going to give ranges of stuff. So just to lay it out real quick. So probably like middle end of September, we'll have our first meet. It's like, it'll more than likely be like a showcase meet. So it'll be a decent amount of teams. Obviously I'm all saying all this too with these bigger meets I might mention about, but that's obviously coronavirus is dependent. So take what you want with it, but I'm just going to lay it out. And then like beginning of October, we'll have another like big meet with a good amount of teams. And then middle of October, we'll have like, We'll have a dual meet, maybe a tri-meet. And then end of October, early November, we'll have another dual meet. And then end of November, like the end of December, we'll have our mid-season meet, which we're not like fully tapering for, which most teams don't anyways. So it's going to be like a half taper. So, And then pretty much right at the end of school, we'll have one more dual meet, and then we can go home for Christmas break for like a week or so. Maybe we're going on a training trip. In January, maybe not. I don't know yet. That's still all to be decided. End of January, we'll have two dual meets, back-to-back weekends. And then we'll have conference championships sometime middle of February, depending on, obviously, coronavirus. It might have to be virtual. It might not be. It all kind of depends at this point. But, yeah, so that's kind of the general gist of the schedule. So we'll have about nine meets. And if I remember correctly... Last this past season, we had um, gosh, it was it it was pretty close to nine if I remember correctly, but I could be very wrong. All right, so it was about like twelve meets. So obviously, because of coronavirus, we can only have a certain amount of meets. I think the minimum is like five, and the max is like twelve. So yeah, so it's like a little less, but. I mean, safety is for like the most important thing. So obviously we don't want to put people in danger. So we're not going to be traveling a whole lot just because that's a lot more exposure we can possibly get because conference is pretty much the only time where we'll actually like have to travel like a significant amount of hours and then go up against a lot of people from all over the Midwest. So yeah, so that's that. Don't want to mess with that. So how I plan at least to prep for it. So obviously... Things can certain things are predictable, while at the same time it's not a lot can happen. A lot could not happen. So, pretty much how it would go. So, obviously, like right now, I've been training. So, it's hard to say what's going to happen when we go back to school, because as of right now, we're going back to school normal time, like normal date. And for us athletes, it's usually like a week or so earlier than the rest of the students, but. Yeah, we'll go there, and then pretty much orientation week, which is, like, freshman's, like, week to, like, get adjusted or whatever. We'll kind of have, like, captain's practices or, like, open practices where it's just kind of you go in, do whatever. And then pretty much that week after we start training, the first, like, two, three weeks, we'll probably, like, not go super-duper hard. Like, we'll just be a lot more, like, technique and, like, making sure we got the right things. And then after that, we'll kind of start putting on the yards and meters a little bit more. And just kind of like intensify the training the lead up to like us like so if you're thinking of like an like a trend like a up like peak and troughs 
So the peak, we'll have a small peak at like midseason just because we're half tapering. And then pretty much after that, I'll go down just a little more. So we're pretty much building up to that and then going down a little more. And then when conference rolls around, we'll have our highest peak or it should be our highest peak. So in terms of that, so usually not the first, not that first meet in September, but the first meet in October usually is the best times. Most of our, most people on our team will go until either midseason or conference just because it's at, historically it's been at have Astor pool. So a lot of things will happen there. So it's, it's a good pool. I'll, I really like it, but yeah. So what we're going to do after that pretty much is kind of, just keep yourself mentally tough because at least when I came to Maryville, it was a little different for me my freshman year just because I went from USRPT where you're pretty much supposed to be going around your best time like every race you have to then going to this where you don't really have your best. You only have like two, three meets where you go best time, if that. And after that, it's just kind of like trying not to fall off completely. So pretty much after that, I mean, I know my time's going to like dip a little bit not be as fast as I hope they would be, but this is year three, so I kind of expect that, at least during the middle of the season. Then obviously mid-season, depending where we have it, either pools will be pretty fast, so there'll be a lot of good teams there too, so it's like extra competition to like really amp yourself up and try to get a better seed time for conference. That's pretty much the ultimate goal with mid-season, besides obviously trying to get your NCAA uh, B or A cut. So... Yeah, and then we'll go to that, and then January rolls around. We'll have a training trip, I hope still. I don't know at this point, but hopefully there is because that's kind of a nice team bonding experience. And then also it's really nice to have just to be able to, like, get training in warmer weather, especially in January where in the Midwest it's really cold. So, and then, yeah, so then after that, times will be about the same, maybe at that Last meet end of January will be a little faster than the meet before just because of, like, where we are and how we're going to get ready to taper. Because our new, our new coach, Bill, says pretty much we're going to taper for about three weeks. So, obviously, depending on when we do all that. And then conference rolls around. Obviously, if it's virtual, then you just got to try to do your best with pretty much either racing only your team or by yourself. And then... If it is in person, then obviously it's a whole different experience because all the teams are there, a lot of them are national powerhouses for Division Two, so got to really focus on that. And then obviously the nice thing about having a C final this, these last two, well, after this, this past year and then this upcoming year is that there's more opportunities to score points for your team and uh, get second swims. Second swims are very important just because you got to be able to like be mentally tough. You got to have the durability, the strength to get through it. Obviously, if it's a 50, it's you just got to have perfect technique and all that stuff. But obviously, when you get into more like 200s, 500, like the 500, then the 1,000 is usually like a time final and same with the mile. But yeah, so it's just pretty much getting yourself really prepared and making sure you know what you got to do. So that's kind of the gist of that. So what I would like to do, so for my events, I liked what I did last year at conference. So what I did... So I swam one event every day, and then I had a relay. So I did the 50 free the first day. And then the second day, I did 100 butterfly. Third day, I did the 100 backstroke. Fourth day, 200 
backstroke and then a finals i led off the 400 free relay so i can get 100 free time that's actually counted i like that just because it allowed me to kind of actually swim five events instead of just four that would actually count as official times which those are like the five events i swim throughout the season so it's nice to have that and just like get an idea of where i need to be and like have that spread out too especially having one every day instead of having multiple in a day because i mean that it takes a lot because I have teammates that do that and it, it'd be a lot on the body, a lot on the toll, especially with taper where you need to be in peak performance for the entire time and not just at the very beginning. So it's very important for that. And in terms of like my time range, it's kind of, I guess it's very dependent because obviously I kind of explained how all my stuff was looking right now. And then obviously the whole, we have the whole swim season before determining what final time to be, but at least how I perfectly envisioned it, if it was perfect and went to plan, right? So if all things were on my side. So midseason, so conference last, this past season was all right, but it wasn't like the best. I was kind of hoping for a little bit faster times. So I'm hoping at midseason this year that I can be within like maybe a second, like on my 200 back, like within like a second or so of like, what I won a conference last year and then kind of around the same maybe a little fat maybe almost like right at the same time for conference for my 100 back in 200 or not my 200 fly my 100 fly just because like my 100 back wasn't the best it was my third day but I was just really tired and I mean it's not an excuse but I just could did not perform the way I should have and then 100 fly I went out way too slow on the first 50 and then second 50, I I mean, I went okay split in comparison to my first one, but should have been a little faster. Should have dropped like another second or two from the time I actually went to conference for the 100 fly. And then 50 free is just kind of like wherever in the range. And then uh, 400 free relay, I don't know if that big thing, but if that's the case, I can just, I will time trial the 100 free just to get a time. And being right around that time too during midseason would be good just because like, like I said, the conference wasn't the best for me last season, so being around that range would set me up very well for conference, which going next into that, obviously I'd like to be. So in terms of my 200 back to make to make finals, I would need to do, well, I need to make well under two minutes to do that. If I can make under, if I make a round, so if I drop about like four more seconds, that's which this is working on your 50 pace pretty much, I should be able to, at least make C final in the 200 back. Obviously, with that being said, realistically, if I can get a little better than that, a little faster, then I it would work a lot better. Because to make B final last year in my conference, you had to go about like a 153. So, wait, no, no, I take the back. Yeah, 153. So, Ideally, if I want to make B-Final, I got to be able to go under two minute, which is realistic, especially since I didn't have a great meet last last conference. So if I can do that, obviously getting as close to like a sub 155 would be ideal just because I know from like looking at these results right now that some of these people are def- a lot of these people are graduating or they transferred. So it's a lot more open. Obviously, you have all the new freshmen and transfers coming in. So, I mean, I can't just be like, Oh, look overlooking that because obviously that's not the right thing to do for that that's how you get 
pretty much taken off your feet in the bad way for that. And then, so yeah, I hope at least to make C final for sure. But if we're trying to reach for the stars, as they say, B final would be really nice. That would be a nice lead up to that. 53, I'm just, 53, if you literally, to make, if you didn't go under 21, you weren't going to make C final at all. Like to make B final or C final, you had to go a 20.8. And then to make B final, you had to go 20.7. So like, there's a pretty big, small gap to get in for that. So, and I'm not certainly no 50 freestyler. So, with that being said, at least my goal is just to like drop some decent time on that. Nothing really, and it's the first day, anyways. But first day for me is always just trying to get the jitters out, the nervous, the nerves out. So, it's usually the 50 free is first, so it's usually not my best performance, which is not a big deal. But it's nice to get it out of the way and have something fast to be like, all right, so I got that done, and now I have stuff where I can actually, like, do my stuff, like, work my work. So, in terms of the 100 fly, that's also going to be a super hard one. And this is one I just kind of threw last minute, last year at conference, but I kind of liked it. It was a good, nice change of pace. Like I said, it should have gone, like, about, like, two seconds faster because of my split. I, yeah, I was just really a slow first split because if I'd even gone two seconds faster, yeah, I would have moved up. Oh, how much would I have moved up? Would have moved up about five, six places. So, realistically, like I like, this isn't going to be one I'm going to final in either. Backstroke is kind of my big thing for finaling in. So, but in terms of just you know, just kind of drop some like decent times just so I have it there. And then in terms of the hundred backstroke, so. This is another one where we're pretty much, I can pretty much, yeah. Probably should have gone another second or two faster, and even then that would have moved me up. So, to make C final was a 52.7 for the 100 back. So, right then, if I drop two seconds, so pretty much what I need to do is just drop another two, three seconds, and I'll be right there and like i said a lot of people graduate a lot of people train and then a couple people transferred to like and it's nice i know that there's gonna be some spots opening up so pretty much my main goal 100 back it's not so if i live rank my order of events 200 backs my top one then i'd probably say 100 back and then 100 free 100 flies is kind of right there and then 50 free is last so at least try to make finals in both of my backstroke events would be a very ideal situation to have. And then 100 free, if I more likely I'm going to have to either do it on the relay lead off again, or what I'm going to have to do is do it as um oh, why am I blanking on what it's called? Time trial. I got to time trial it. So from the time I went last year, it was, like I said, the backstroke's my main thing. So if I can drop about another two seconds... Because even then, my 100 free wasn't the best because it was right after the 200 back. So my legs were pretty shot. So even then, if I can get just a bit faster, just trying to get, uh, just move up a couple of spots, I'll take it. Pretty much dropping another two or three seconds would be the ideal situation to have. Especially because I should have dropped another one, one and a half last, the last time I did it at a conference. So it set me up for a nice uh, position. Especially being my third year and then my fourth year, obviously the goals would get higher from that. So that's pretty much the gist of how I want at least this season to go. Just because 
you know, as you get, the older you get, the more, the less time you have to get ready for these things or have more time to prepare. Because obviously once you get junior, senior year, those are kind of really your last hurrahs before it all is kind of over for you more than likely. Just because Division Two, you're more than likely not going to be professional swimmer, which it's not the end of the world. But just kind of one of those things you got to like prepare for it. So with that being said, the really the most important thing is that at least for how I need to go out and like go about this. So training, obviously got to, so I feel like I'm in an upper hand right now for our team at least because I'm one of the few people besides the only other one I can think off the top of my head is Carl. He's from Sweden, so they haven't had really a lockdown at all. But him and then one of my teammates from Texas has access to a pool and other than that, most of the other people on my team live in St. Louis, and they don't really have access to a pool yet. Or if they do, <clears throat> it's really minimal amounts. So I feel like for the first couple of weeks, I'll be like, it'll be us three and then maybe one or two more people like doing the same like training and stuff like that, working out, like being in the same group for stuff just because we already have the upper hand with multiple weeks ahead of other people. But I feel like everyone will catch up. There'll be a point where everyone catches up, like, peaks and troughs so everyone will catch up at one point and then pretty much just got to make sure you got to keep my mental game strong can't really get down if things don't go right obviously not everything is going to go your way so you can't just be like damn this really sucks i can't i'm not gonna go fast blah 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 blah. like you can't like go about saying things like that so ultimately just got to keep my head up got to put the work in the weight room as well Got to get really strong. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm like long sprint, mid-distance slash mid-distance swimmer. So I'd get a decent amount of weight room in and just pretty much getting myself stronger. The only nice thing I've benefited from so far with this quarantine thing is I've gained about 10 pounds. And gladly enough, it's not fat. It's mostly muscle. So it's a nice thing to have, especially having access to a weight room too, to be able to lift do all that other stuff. I definitely feel a lot stronger too. My body looks a lot more different in a good way. It's a lot. It's definitely changed a lot. I'm definitely not the stick I used to be, the stick figure. So I have that to benefit from now. And it kind of shows in my swimming too. Obviously you got to get, just got to really get back into like more in my hundreds and two hundreds. I got to get back into that. But I mean, fifties, 25s, pretty much in good hands right now. That's pretty much in the bag. Not in the like in terms of training, it's in the bag of like, all right, I got this. This is I can do this pretty regularly. Hundreds and two hundreds is just the main thing I gotta work on. But luckily, so I'm recording this on the first of July. We don't first day of school is in August August twenty fourth, so I still have about like a month and a half or so before I have to go back to school. So that's another, yeah, pretty much another six weeks of um, getting more training in. By that point, it'll be already almost three months of training for me. So. In the end, I definitely feel like I'm in good hands. And selling really, too, I got to make sure in terms of mental game. Someone once told me that if the reason you're waking up is because your alarm woke you up, you're not living your days right because you should be having goals day by day, even if they're small, large, swimming, not swimming, school, work, you name it. You just got to have goals in mind. You got to wake up with the purpose. And if you're not... The moment I start waking up without waking up with a purpose, I know there's something going wrong. So for me, it's just got to do that. Obviously, around mid-season, like our mid-season invite, 
I'll definitely be reevaluating my goals and figuring out what needs to change, how that's going to happen, what I need to do, so forth. So, yeah, that's just kind of really it. So that's pretty much my layout for at least how I as a swimmer at my school would do it. Obviously, everyone else will have different opinions on what they need to do, how they need to do it, what events they're doing, and so forth. But I just thought I'd get mine to get more of a perspective of, like, how someone on someone like my team or my conference or my division would kind of lay out what needs to be done. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode, and we will see you all next Saturday.